root reason for desire is God. But we human beings are just seeking objects when you really just need to turn all of that desire into penetrate your deepest core. One day, a thought came in devil's mind. He said, I've been a bad guy all my life. Ever since the dawn of universe, I have been a bad guy, bad guy, bad guy. I am tired of being called this bad guy, mean guy, evil guy. You know, it's time that I also retired. He decides that he is going to retire. And he decides that he is going to put up all the vices that he has capitalized in this world and all the worlds. He's going to put them up for sale, cash out, and then just retire and go to some beach and chill out for the rest of his life. So he puts up a garage sale. He invites all the dictators from this earth and other earths all over the universe. And they all come because when are you going to get tools of devil up for sale? So these people come and the, he puts up power. He puts up lust. He puts up greed, envy, jealousy, and they all go for lots and lots of money because people realize we can use these. These are tools at our disposal. Uh, fear, you know, all of these things go for a lot of, lot of money. And bidding has been going on all day and devil's quite happy. And what do people notice? To the side of the, his yard, is this statue that is covered by a sheet and there's a plaque hanging on this this idol this statue that says priceless priceless so obviously people wanted to know what that was and they all go to the devil saying, hey, you just have written priceless on it. What is it? What is it? So he goes, okay, I'll show you. Since this is my last weapon I put on sale. But I also want you to know it's my most potent weapon of corruption. People are really, really intrigued. He goes up there and he removes the white sheet from this statue and the statue had one simple word written on it desire he goes this is my most potent weapon they said what do you mean by that he goes she is the mother of all vices she is the mother of all vices Unbridled desire is the root cause of all lust, of all envy, jealousy, anger, and even pride. It is the mother. And it has to be understood. What do we mean by that? Let's say you wanted to marry a young lady and her father stood in the way. 
He thought you were not a right match for us. Guess what? You will have anger and frustration at the father. Anger is given birth. If that girl likes another guy, but you like her, envy, jealousy, anger again will be the natural consequences. You wanted to be the president, but somebody else became president. Envy, jealousy. Anger, the biggest cause of anger is unrequited, unfulfilled desires. It is the root cause, and this has to be understood. There's also a different thing to understand here, because nothing that God gives you is not useful. Even desire, God's gift to human, is useful. What do I mean by that? Whenever you are seeking, whether you're seeking another body, money, food, toys, understand at the basic core, you're seeking God. You are seeking God, even though your seeking is misplaced. You're seeking it out there in things. What you're looking for is a God sitting within. Your attention is misguided. And you think in other bodies, you can find that joy, which is God. You think in money and in toys, you can find God that you're looking for. Eventually, all human beings come to a realization that that joy which I seek, that ecstasy that I seek, that bliss that I seek, sits inside of me. That God which is a source of all bliss and all joy lives inside of me. Even when you are seeking other bodies, you're trying to unite with another body, you're trying to unite with food that you're craving all the time. All of this is craving for God. But what has happened to your desire? It has fallen in the hands of your ego. Your ego is outwardly focused. It is always looking outward. It is a child of your senses and your mind. So it says, no, go from here, go to here, go there, go there. If you could find your happiness in this world, nobody will go seeking God. Eventual realization of desiring and achieving bodies, money, toys, things, status, is you eventually realize it's not made out to what it is. It is, it has a false facade. Looks like people are getting there, but they're not getting there. The joy, the bliss of the soul doesn't lie in these things. And that's an important stage in most spiritual people's point. Because moment you realize that is when your journey begins homeward comes. A mind that is always desiring, 
becomes preoccupied by material objects. If you were desiring a woman, trust me, all you will see is women everywhere. If you are desiring a certain car, you will see that car everywhere. Object identified desiring mind becomes about that. Now, if you want to become available to the mystery beyond, mystery beyond, bring contentment into your life. Bring uh, desirelessness into your life. As I am, how I am, where I am, I am satisfied. I am not looking at that or that or him or she to give me my happiness. I am not seeking them. If they come, I will enjoy them. If they don't come, I will enjoy. Your enjoyment is no longer dependent. Become desireless, not by forcing yourself to become desireless, but by understanding that my desiring nature is the root cause of all these vices in me. I will never find happiness if I am always about objects. Yes, I'll find objects. Yes, I'll find money. Yes, I'll make love to a lot of people. Yes, I will have lots of toys and lots of houses. And yes, I'll have status. People will praise me, this and that. But I will never have that happiness, that joy, that bliss, that eternal ecstasy that I was seeking. Understanding that root cause, root reason for desire, is God. But we human beings are just seeking it in different direction. We are seeking it, it in objects. When you really just need to turn all of that desire for, for status, for things, for bodies, you need to turn that desire into penetrate your deepest core. And it will need that energy. It will need that energy to find that which resides within you. That which resides in you is your godliness. Come home to yourself. When I first woke up and I realized that I had soiled myself, I was, I had untruthfulness in me, I had lust in me, I had greed in me, I had all of those things in me and of course I had the anger in me. I tried to work on my truth, my lust, my greed, my envy, my jealousy, my all of those things one at a time, one situation at a time. Not possible. Sometimes if you just want to work on these things one at a time, you can keep going for a whole lifetime and not get there. If you're trying to do it through your mind. Something other is needed. Something that can go to the root cause of all of these things and pull 
this desiring mind out from its roots so that it can't take hold in me again. And that is meditation. Meditation that makes you aware not only of your actions, not only of your words, meditation that makes you aware of your thoughts. We human beings can become quite adept at, uh, at uh, showing the world that look at my actions, they're actions of a good man. Look at my words, oh, polished they are. But our thoughts still have lust in them, greed in them. That thought process that is just going on between you and yourself, that can still be maligned. Idea is that it is meditation who will help you become aware of every thought that springs in your head. Make you aware that that thought even is not worthy of me. It is not worthy of that which I want to be that which I want to become. I want to become worthy of seeing the God within. And I can't do it with the interior of my being soiled by all of these things. I wish you a journey. I wish you a journey in meditation. Meditation will also allow you to light a lamp of awareness where some of these thoughts and these words that were unconsciously coming out of your mouth and your mind, these unconscious thoughts that were governing you, you become light, aware, and now you can see these thoughts. And you can stand there and say, hey, this thought does not, does not grace me does not serve me. Men can answer this question maybe uh, in a much deeper way. When men are not conscious, they don't realize what their eyes are doing. Before they know it, if they have lust in their mind, they don't even know when their eyes checked out a woman's figure. They don't even know when their eyes went from here to here. They sometimes are oblivious. You can go to any gym, any social situation, and you will find that men who are preoccupied by lust only see body parts. Men or people who are preoccupied by cars only see name brands in cars. People who are preoccupied by homes only see homes. Become a light onto yourself that constantly shines the light of awareness in your mind and is vigilant of the thought process that is going on in your head. Even conscious or subconscious thoughts. I wish you love. I wish you a good journey.